0: It is Thursday, May 13th. This is Jaguar's Happy Hour. Jaguar's Happy Hour is presented by Duval Motor Company. And now, a guy who actually knows what OTA stands for, J.P. (laughs) Shatry! Welcome in,
1: it's Jaguar's Happy Hour, presented by the Duval Motor Company. We could play the game of let's make up something new of what OTAs stand for. We've got a whole hour to get to that. Let's get to what is on the program today, though. The schedule has been released. Yes, it has. We will react. Tebow talk. Logs is really into it. Rookie minicamp coming up this weekend. We will preview the 18 players that are... Going to be involved in rookie minicamp this weekend and we'll go around the National Football League as always. Jeff Lagerman to my left, you're right, if you're watching uh, on the radio, it's uh, just you're listening to both of us. Does High it, logs.
2: Does it matter? No. <laughs> you're listening it's all, on the radio? It's all left one, to
1: right. you know. So I'm on the right? Yeah, I'm on the right. Unless we're in mono, then you're on the right. Uh, what's going on, man? It's all good. It's yes. all good.
2: Uh, exci- excited to have uh, some camps that are scheduled. So and I'm excited to be able to, to actually lay my eyes on the rookie draft picks. Oh, that's coming up.
1: Yeah. That's um it, it may not do much. We'll get into this a little more in depth coming up, but hey, they're out there running around doing football things at least. Well,
2: they're here. And so uh, so I mean that's good. I mean it, look, it's, it's things are starting to come together where you're starting to see things get back to being more normal in the National Football League. And uh, and I'm excited to be able to see Trevor Lawrence throw the football.
1: Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, we've seen some videos of him in his rehab starting to do some of that. Curious how much we'll see this weekend. Probably see some.
2: Uh, I'll just, I'll never forget. <laughs> and this is, and I didn't say it at the time because, I mean, I just, I, if, if I said this at the time, it probably would have had a pretty significant reaction, I think. Not, not because of me saying it, mm-hmm. just because people would have been like, what? But I'll never forget the first practice that I ever watched Blake Bortles throw the football.
1: At rookie minicamp.
2: And it was the rookie minicamp, mm-hmm. and I'm standing next to another former player who uh, was working for the Jaguars, and I don't want to say his name because oh, it doesn't really matter. I, it
1: could be anybody.
2: It, it was not Baselli. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. And uh, and so we're watching Blake Bortles throw the football. And you've probably heard many people say, and Blake included, that He was not a natural thrower of the football. He did say that. (laughs) So, There were a couple throws at this rookie minicamp that literally would have made Billy Kilmer proud. And for those that don't know who the hell Billy Kilmer is. (laughs) Please inform us. Billy Kilmer was a former quarterback of the Washington Redskins. And when I grew up as a kid... We had a saying that if you threw a ball and it was like a wounded duck where it didn't spiral and it fluttered in the air, we called that throwing a Billy Kilmer. Mm -hmm. Okay? Blake was throwing Billy Kilmers all over the place. And I'll never forget both uh, myself and player X friend look at (laughs) each other and go, this is our first-round pick. This is the guy that we just drafted to be our franchise quarterback? Mm. Really? Yeah. And and so the reaction was, oh, my. And then it was like, all right, calm down. Take a deep breath. It's the first practice. (laughs) He's probably nervous. He's probably pressing. You know, maybe there's an excuse built in somewhere. This can't be the third overall pick in the draft because the third overall pick in the draft – and he's a quarterback. He's got to be able to throw ball the ball better than that, right? The sky is falling. <laughs> Pets' heads are falling and off. It got better. Okay, it did get better. Uh, but it never got great. But i will still, I'll never forget that first practice. And I went, oh, Uh-oh. my God, what the hell have we done?
1: <laughs> well, oh, I don't think we'll have that this Saturday when we're out no. there to watch it. Which is no. good news. And we'll get into a little bit more. Uh, coming up on Rookie Minicamp this weekend, uh, as we said, 18 players. We'll get to the the uh, list of guys that will participate. The schedule has been released. And I don't know, Logs, if you're – I know you're a big social media guy. Yeah, you know, yeah you're big guy. you big, big on, big on Twitter. That. You're always tweeting and looking at tweets. That's what you do mm-hmm. all day, every mm-hmm. day. I'm well, a big follower of you, JP. Well, thank you for that. I, I need all the help I can get. Each team in the NFL has – You know, over the last couple years, the league kind of wants them to do their own uh, schedule release, like a video or something creative, you know. This year, the Jaguars did the Florida Man headlines for each game, which was pretty cool on Twitter. I thought that was pretty neat. You can check that out on the Jaguars' social channels. I think the the Cowboys had Post Malone uh, do an actual music video with Jerry Jones to release their... Schedule that was quite
2: interesting. Mm.
1: A few other some really cool stuff.
2: But did, so did the Jaguars get like Tedesky trucks? No, no, they anything, did the Flo- they did
1: a Florida Man headline video. Okay, uh, the, you know the Florida Man does this. You know they made up a bunch of headlines. Got gotcha. you for, for each game. It was pretty creative. So uh, check that out. Now let's get to the schedule and some highlights. Uh, there is a schedule review show that we did uh, earlier. What was that today on Jaguars.com. You can check that out also. But, did you uh, do that? We were on that, yes. You, um, me, who's we? Uh, Brian Saxton, you might have heard of him. I did. Uh, Ashton Sullivan and John Osier, the okay. Internet's own, okay, John Ogier. The big stars. So we're going to do our own review show here, though, Logs. Oh, you okay. and I, are you ready? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go to the first quarter of the season, and the Jaguars are in Houston to start it off, home against Denver, week three, home against Arizona, and then week four, the short week, Thursday night football. A battle of the last two number one overall quarterbacks: Joe Burrow for Cincinnati, Trevor Lawrence for Jacksonville, and that is must see TV.
2: Well, I think uh, the, the, look the, the the Houston situation is a big unknown because what's going to happen there with Deshaun Watson? Who knows? Uh, that that organization right now is a train wreck. Uh, the Denver Broncos situation you, that could end up being Aaron Rodgers it could be
1: right. Yeah, you who don't knows?
2: know. <laughs> And uh, Arizona and Cincinnati, I mean, you're talking about two young uh, up-and-coming quarterbacks that a lot of people are excited about, so, you know, this is going to be the young quarterback stretch right there, you know, in those two weeks.
1: Yeah, how about the, the Cardinals, too, also have DeAndre Hopkins and J.J. Watt on the team. Yeah,
2: well. but, I mean, look, J.J.'s yeah, not the, the J.J. Names, that, the that we used to watch, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, the quarterback... Uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray Murray yeah. is, the, is the exciting one there, and, and the guy... Is, I remember when he was coming out, and I remember watching the film on him. I'm going, I, I don't know. I Little mean, guy. he's he's small. Can he see? Can he throw? And he's exciting. And I, I don't know how good of an NFL quarterback he's going to be, but the one thing that he's doing, he's winning some games, and he is making the games attractive. And he's making them must-watch TV from a football standpoint. So. Can he become a franchise guy? I don't know the answer to that. Large, but I like to watch him because
1: he's exciting. What's the record after four weeks? We're going to play um, that game right now, too.
2: I mean, if I had to guess right there, I mean, two and two. Okay, you're at two and two going into
1: week five. And this is the stretch that gets a little difficult because of the travel circumstances home against Tennessee. That's mm-hmm. tough enough because they're Derek Henry's on that football team still. And then you go to London to play at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium against the Miami Dolphins. Maybe. And it's on the schedule, though. Maybe. And then there's the bye week, week seven. And you're going to win that one. And you're flying to Seattle. After the bye week on week seven is uh, a win. Write <laughs> it down. On week eight on uh, okay. the Halloween to play the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, and his prime. In all just,
2: just a quick thought on here. First of all, Tennessee is, is going to be really good. Derrick Henry is really good. We yes, know that. I've and, seen and that. That's going to be a tough one to win. Mm-hmm. The game uh, that is expected to be played at Tottenham, which is the Miami Dolphins game in London. I think that is a hopeful schedule. I really do. Because you can't. Say, okay, well, we're, we're th- hoping to play in London. You come out and you say, we're playing in London on, on those dates. And then if something doesn't work out, then you have to cancel you and you have it back in Jackson. Put it this way I'll bet, I'll bet that Miami, their travel coordinator, their Hamza, because we have a Hamza here, Hamza and Hamza, and I, Hamza handles yeah. all of the Jaguars' yes. travel stuff. Correct. I guarantee you, the Hamza for the Miami Dolphins is doing two things for that game. He is booking rooms somewhere in London, handling the travel for London, but then he is also reserving a block of rooms in Jacksonville. Because I think the league is hopeful that they can play games at Tottenham with fans in the stands because here's the reality. If there's no fans in the stands and there's no money to be made, the the games ain't going over to London. That's correct. So I think this is hopeful that it happens. And, obviously, what they do over there is going to impact certainly what the league does and what the Jaguars and Dolphins do that week. And I'm sure that the fallback plan is just to have the game here in Jacksonville. And it is hopeful to have the game over in London.
1: Now, of course, this is uh, the league's uh, situation in Tottenham. They put in for that stadium. They helped build that thing with Tottenham Hotspur. So they are obligated to play two games a year at Spurs Stadium and so the Jaguars are jumping in on that deal for this year. They don't have a deal with Wembley currently. They're going to jump in on the league's deal to help the league. Uh, That's significantly less that.
2: money, too, now. True, uh,
1: true. But now it is NFL, I think, handles a lot more of the logistics behind sure. the travel and the game. Sure.
2: And that. Uh, the For, for giving you an idea, Tottenham, the capacity is right around 62 right. and change, 1,000. Yeah. Whereas Wembley is 92. No, it's 80, about 86
1: for NFL. Uh, yeah. Because they chop off those bottom seats. It's okay. 86.
2: So, 86. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a pretty significant difference now. Yes, it is. So, uh, what's the difference in revenue? I, I mean, I don't know the answer to that, but I'm sure it's, it's different. But
1: we'll see. Uh, and I think it'll be probably closer to the start of the regular season when we'll have a, a full confirmation if that's going to be a green light or not. And then – I think they'll go from there. We'll Correct. A little bit, which, little bit which, which gives
2: Which gives the Jaguars a bye very early in the season. Yeah. Which right. coaches will bemoan the fact that you're not getting a bye that's a little bit closer to the midpoint of the season because you're essentially getting a bye after only six games. Uh, most coaches want to have the bye at, at least after eight games. Some of them would even like to have it – after nine games or maybe even after 10 games, they don't like to do it earlier in the season. They L- feel like that. It just, it takes away from the momentum and, and totally understand
1: it. All right. So we've played through week eight, seven games are in the books. What's the record? Uh, well, I started out at,
2: at two and two yeah. and then uh, Titans,
1: Dolphins, Seahawks,
2: Titans, Dolphins, mm-hmm. Seahawks. Okay. You got Seahawks in there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, That might be tough now. You might I only know, get right? one out of that batch. Okay,
1: so you're going to go three and four, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, three and four, heading into week nine. And this is a stretch. The Seattle Seahawks game is the start of 11 consecutive weeks of Jaguars football to end the season. Buffalo coming to town week nine. Week 10, the Colts host the Jaguars. The 49ers come to Jacks for an early body clock game for them. Week 11 and then week 12, the Falcons are here. It's the Jalen Ramsey revenge game, December fifth. That's Week thirteen in Los Angeles <laughs> oh, at SoFi Stadium. What do you like of these five?
2: Well, I like them all. Uh, I, th- I think well, the one one I'm not a big fan of is Atlanta Falcons. Although the, I, I, I am anxious to see Kyle Pitts, the tight end, because I said he was he is buttery smooth of, of an athlete on draft day, and I think he is really good. And I can't wait to see him play. San Francisco, who's going to be playing quarterback. I think that's going to be one of a very intriguing game. And, and my guess is it may end up being Jimmy Garoppolo. The Atlanta Falcons game, even though this is the added game, which gives you the bonus game, mm-hmm. doesn't do anything for me because it's Matt Ryan. I, I'm, real, I'm, just not, I'm, not, I'm not fired up about Atlanta. Even though they have a new head coach and they've got a new general manager, uh, Matt Ryan never really has done it for me. Uh, so I think the Jaguars are going to be able to get that game. I think they'll find a way to get one of the other games, but the Buffalo, San Francisco, Indianapolis, and the Rams are going to be tough gets. You know, But I think they find a way to get two out of those games.
1: Okay, so you're at five and seven mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, that's hopeful now. Right. Hopeful. Now, this is also that Rams game is the start of a stretch coming up of four out of five weeks away from Jacksonville for this Jags team. So, let's move along to the stretch run at the Tennessee Titans. Home against the Texans at the Jets. And, of course, their young quarterback, Zach Wilson. Will he be in there? Certainly by then, maybe. At the Patriots. Never easy late in the year up there. And then home against the Colts in Week 18.
2: Uh, that, That batch of games, first off, again, Houston's a train wreck. Tennessee, good football team. The Jets, Young, exciting quarterback expected to take over. Will there be a young quarterback playing for the Patriots at that point? We don't know. We don't know. The the part I don't like in that schedule is that if we are traveling, we're going to leave on Christmas Day to head to New York. Correct. Okay, and I'm not really a fan of leaving on Christmas Day to, to go to New York. To watch a New York Jets football team that's going to be struggling,
1: but you're the double alumni in that game. Uh, that's no, no, like no. your wheelhouse no, game. No, wow. JP, what are you talking about? JP, former was, Jet, former Jag. You should, should be. You should be traveling way. on
2: Christmas morning
1: to go to that.
2: I, I fired I, up. It's I, like Christmas I, for you. Tw- tw- Twenty six years working for the Jaguars as a player and as a broadcaster. I think I'm a I'm a Jaguar. So okay, I mean, it's saying. not even. It's not even. Not even on my radar screen. Going <laughs> back to New York, unless, unless. Everything is back and we're traveling and the restaurants are open and we're allowed to go to the restaurants. <laughs> okay, then, then it might be okay, trip to go to New York. You know, then I might make a phone call, JP, and say, no. Hey, you know, hey, J- John, you think you can get me at the restaurant tonight? Yeah. Short uh, notice. What do
1: you like of these last five as, in terms of record? You're at five uh, and seven currently.
2: I think they get one or two, maybe.
1: Okay, so that's seven. I'll we'll, we'll give you two. So seven and. I like, I like
2: you being the optimist, ten. JP. I like it. Like seven
1: it. and ten, that's about right. Okay, all right.
2: And, and you know what? If if this team ends up seven and ten this year, then I think it's a successful season. You, you go back Two, one and fifteen. Yeah, and all uh, the new. This is, this is kind of a, a wild story. I was riding my bike the other day. I ride a bike, not like a motorcycle. A bicycle. You, I gave up the motorcycles. Good idea. Okay? okay. I'm riding a bicycle, and I'm riding it in areas that people won't run me over because they're on their phone. Okay. Good so idea. Also. In areas that are low traffic. Yes. And Safety so first. I happen to be going down the road, and, and I'm, as I'm making the turn onto this road, I see a guy walking a dog. And I passed this guy, and I went, Whoa, camps. Make a U-turn. Dave Campo. Huh. How About that? Former Jaguars yeah, coach. Yeah. Former head coach Cow- of the Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys and right. and first of all, he looks great. He's in great shape. Uh he's got a dog named Tiki. Seriously, he's got a dog named Tiki like after the Giants Tiki running Barber. back Tiki Barber, mm-hmm. which is a Virginia guy by the way. Correct. In case you didn't know that. They're, they're twin brothers, yes. But I but I had to we, we we I stopped and uh had a conversation with Dave and because you know, he had a number one overall pick quarterback when he was with the Cowboys. Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman struggled his rookie year. And I'm talking Troy Aikman struggled. And so will Trevor Lawrence struggle? He's probably going to struggle some. But, I mean, is he going to struggle that much? I don't know because I think Troy Aikman was 1-15 in his rookie season, Mm -hmm. which wasn't very good. What was John Elway's record his rookie season? What, what was Andrew Luck's record his rookie, his rookie season? Because, you know, if you're going to c- compare what could happen for this football team, you have to look at, at history as maybe a possible lesson of some of the first overall pick quarterbacks. And I'm talking consensus number one overall pick quarterbacks, not every number one quarterback that ever got picked. Because sometimes there was a debate. And, and as I've said before, Peyton Manning doesn't go into the consensus mm-hmm. because many people thought it was Ryan Leaf.
1: Uh, John Elway was 4-6 and six his rookie season. He started 10 games after DeBerg left the lineup. Okay. Not bad. He was 12-2 the next year. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good turnaround. Really good.
2: If you can get that.
1: 12-2, uh, and two, that'd be all right. Take it
2: any time. So, you know, look, uh, uh, I think 7, 6 or 7, if you can get to 6 or 7. I mean, here's the most important thing. You want, you want your performance to be steadily getting better. You want your team to be getting better. You want players' performances to keep getting better as the season goes. You're building something. And then also, you need to have some luck. Let's come back in a moment. We
1: will hear from Urban Meyer on the Chris Collinsworth podcast this week discussing Tim Tebow. If you're looking for a way to stay active and eat healthy, you can join Jags alumni players as they teach football fundamentals and join members of the Roar as they make their favorite dairy snacks. Visit Jaguars.com slash community and fuel greatness from anywhere. We're off and running. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
0: Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix where shopping is a pleasure, and Baptist Health, changing healthcare for good.
1: Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled
3: and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Jaguars fans, whether it's on the field or in your finances, the key to success is a solid plan. From high-yield banking to home lending, into retirement and beyond, TIAA Bank offers solutions that can help you achieve your goals and make the most of your money. It's time for a plan. Start building your legacy today at TIAABank.com slash Jaguars. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC, equal housing lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
4: Whether you're going coast to coast or running a quick out, Ford trucks and SUVs are built to turn any drive into a winning one. America's best-selling brand puts the biscuit in the basket with a versatile lineup of SUVs, including Ford Explorer, Escape, Expedition, and the all-new Bronco Sport. The playmaking F-150 and the go-to Super Duty continue their dynasty as the best-selling truck in America for 44 years straight. Break away and visit your local Ford dealer today. Best-selling brand based on 2010 through 2020 CY total sales. 44-year claim based on 1977 through 2020 CY total sales.
1: Why are you taking selfies with the Pepsi Mango? I'm getting back into the dating app grind. I thought if refreshing Pepsi and delicious mango can find their surprisingly perfect match, then why can't I? Still lost. I'm metaphorically expressing who I am with this Pepsi Mango. It says I'm sweet, fun, and a little unconventional. And if they're looking for something refreshingly different, they should give me a try.
0: Well, you are a little bit unconventional.
1: Just enjoy the allure of the bold deliciousness that is Pepsi Mango. Try Pepsi Mango. That's what I like. (sighs) Hi, folks. Frank Franja here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. Fifteen locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: change without notice, equal housing opportunity.
2: Yeah, we have not signed Tim. There's a thought going around, you know, he he was in the best shape of his life, asked to see if he could work out with a couple of our coaches, Uh, I wasn't even there. And uh, they came back to me and said, wow, this guy's in incredible shape. And I said, then I went another time and watched him try him out. And they said, go work on these things. He comes back later. They try him out again. I'm not there. They come in and they said, wow. You know, this guy's ball skills. He's a great athlete. He looks like he's 18 years old, not 20, whatever he is, 33. And uh, I said, guys, you don't understand. Now this guy is, you know, he's the most competitive maniac you're ever going to
1: talk to. And let's give it a shot. And I have not decided if we're going to do that or not yet. I'm getting close. i got to make a decision here pretty soon. That's Urban Meyer, of course, on the Chris Collinsworth podcast. Chris Collinsworth, of course, former what Florida receiver, right? Longtime NFL receiver with the Bengals and now Sunday Night Football analyst.
2: I, I think he's a pro football focus. He, he is a uh, – when, when Chris first started as a broadcaster, I wasn't a real big fan. I have become – arguably his biggest fan. I think he does a great job, very similar to John Madden as far as having perspective on the game, and then also a a thorough understanding and a great relationship to be able to convey information to the viewer, and I think he's the best. And so I, I am a big Chris Collinsworth fan, and I don't know Chris from Adam. I don't, and so... Uh, I've got no dog in the hunt when it comes to giving him a compliment, but I think he does a great job. But now as far as the Tim Tebow thing. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, let, let's, okay, so it has was trying to delay. <laughs> you were just going to talk about Chris Hall's little yeah. Is that
2: what you I, wanted to talk about, was Chris? Uh,
1: yeah, no. Uh, so we heard Urban Meyer there. He's got to make a decision soon. Hasn't made the decision yet, but it feels like that's um, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion it feels like.
2: Well, I I think I think a little bit of the conversation and the information that's been put out there I think a little bit of it's just kind of feelers you know where 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 will people be at in this and uh, and uh, the, the amazing thing is, is how many opinions are generated on Tim Tebow and him possibly playing for the Jaguars and I'm not talking about Justin Jacksonville I'm talking Anybody that's affiliated with the National Football League or has ever been affiliated with the National Football League, it seems like everybody's got an opinion. Everybody in Jacksonville's got an opinion. And um, I think it's it's an interesting proposition. And I think it's a no-risk proposition. I think that they would like to sign him because he can help carry an Urban Meyer message, which is good. You know, you want to have as many. And I've said this before. When you come in and you're trying to change the culture, you need people that can come in that can bring that culture with them. And Tim Tebow can do that. There's there's no question about that. But being 33 years old and having played quarterback in the National Football League for a short period of time and play, having played baseball, mm-hmm. why should he get an opportunity uh, opportunity over someone else? Look, the reality is – is that there's a lot of guys that are on NFL rosters at this time of year that stink. Yeah. I mean, they stink that you know they're not going to make a roster. And all they are, they're, they're bodies. Yep. I, mean, that's, mm-hmm. that, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean.
1: It's what it is.
2: It's, I mean, that's what it is. They're bodies. They're, they're not like dummies, like the bags, but, I mean, <laughs> they're, they're bodies. So why not have a guy who can carry a message – that has been a really good athlete has been a uh, a great competitor why not give him a chance i don't have a problem with it because a, because it's no risk
1: right if it doesn't work out
2: if he if shake he stinks hand, you whatever. cut him
1: yeah that's
2: right if he's good you, you need a good tight end that can catch right uh,
1: yeah can somebody he catch somebody can be competitive
2: let me let me ask you this yeah which tight end on the roster is so good
1: yeah right <laughs> Right for the Jaguars so
2: right now, that you think that Tim Tebow is going to take some reps away from
1: they, the It is thin. It is the thinnest position group.
2: It's not. A, it's not a great position group no. right now for this football team. So they no, it's so still going to do work, no matter not? if
1: this happens or not. I, I'm sure they're going to have to go get another pass catching option.
2: Sure. You know? Look. Look. If they can, if they, they can, can make go a out or something and get the next Kyle Pitts, Tim Tebow's cut. All right. Okay. That, and that's just a reality. You know. So. I, You know, if it works, great. If it doesn't work, great. And, look, there's a lot of people that are fans of Tim Tebow. And and I totally get it. I understand it. Am I a big fan of Tim Tebow? I'm a big fan of how he's always done things the right way and that he's never been one that's gotten in trouble. He's always tried to do right. He's always been giving to his community. He's always tried to carry the right message. I think there's a lot of reasons, a lot of reasons to like Tim Tebow and a lot of reasons to root for him. And it's surprising to me that how many people want to see him fail. I don't want to see him fail. I want to see him have success. Is it likely at the age of 33 or 34? I don't know. Is it possible? Sure, it's possible. And, uh, look, if he ends up getting another season in the National Football League, he's going to get vested. You know, That's so right.
1: Yeah. How about that?
2: Yeah. He only played three years in the National That's Football right. League. That's right, yeah. To be to be vested in the National, and this would this would be if look if Tim Tebow can get another year in the National Football League, and and I'm being serious. I mean, if you get another year, because to be vested in the retirement program, in the National Football League, you need to be in year four, and have have played three games into year four. So if Tim ends up getting another year and well or three games, then he's vested. He's then he gets retirement from the National Football League. So, I mean, look, if he can find a way to, to make a year happen in the National Football League, absolutely, go for it. And if he can help a football team along the way and, and help a team in different ways by the way he plays yeah. and the way he carries himself right. and the way he, he conveys the culture, let's go.
1: Why not? Giddy up. Let's come back in a moment. We'll hear from Trevor Lawrence. Yes, he's on the football team. He'll be on the practice field in a limited capacity this weekend for rookie minicamp. And check out the official Jaguars podcast network. It's a free subscription on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcast. This program archived Jaguars reporters on Mondays, the huddle up pod Wednesdays, the ozone podcast. Give us a comment and a five-star rating. And this is Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars digital network.
0: Jaguar's happy hour is presented in part by Dreamfinders Homes. Homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill. Everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit AdecoUSA.com. The time for talk is over and a new era has begun with quarterback Trevor Lawrence,
3: we definitely feel the love and the support and really excited just to bring some energy to the city and do everything in my power to get us back to where we want to be. So I'm super excited to be a Jazz.
0: Single game tickets are now on sale. Call 904-633-2000 or visit Jaguars.com. The countdown to kickoff is on, Duval, and we want to see you at the bank. Without notice, equal housing opportunity.
4: The best thing about working at Fair and Farah is all of the employees. We all work together. It's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day.
0: There's a, um, a common cause or goal. No matter what your job is, we're all there for the client. We are dedicated to our clients 100%. We do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims.
4: Fair and Farah is really the Farah family. When they choose us, they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side.
3: Farah and Farah.
2: Here for you, here for good. Jacksonville. We've
1: been through a lot this past year. But there's light at the end of the tunnel. And comfort in knowing we don't just have good things to look forward to. Some have been with us all along. Because no matter what happens out in the world, our pets are always there for us. And we are always there for them. Pet Paradise. It's a new day in pet care.
4: Whether you're going coast to coast or running a quick out, Ford trucks and SUVs are built to turn any drive into a winning one. America's best-selling brand puts the biscuit in the basket with a versatile lineup of SUVs, including Ford Explorer, Escape, Expedition, and the all-new Bronco Sport. The playmaking F-150 and the go-to Super Duty continue their dynasty as the best-selling truck in America for 44 years straight. Break away and visit your local Ford dealer today. Best-selling brand based on 2010 through 2020 CY total sales. 44-year claim based on 1977 through 2020 CY total sales.
3: Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a yield pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com jagscard TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. But like this is a good team. It's not your normal
1: situation. The team that picks 1st you they're going into something where. Um, there's like a ton of pressure. I mean, there is, and there's those expectations just because, obviously, as a number one pick expected to play well. But we got a lot of great players and, and guys that you need a team to win. It's not
2: one guy. And I think that's the mistake people make is they think one guy's going to change everything. you got to have the pieces around. And we have a lot of great pieces here. And I'm one of those pieces, and there's a lot of other ones. So it's, it's going to be cool to see this grow and build. And um,
1: I think for sure the best is in front of us. That is Trevor Lawrence, Jaguars quarterback, sitting down with Ashwin Sullivan the day after he was selected first overall. The full interview available on Jaguars.com currently. And welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by the Duval Motor Company, J.P. Shadrick with Jeff Lagerman and Rookie Minicamp. Coming up this weekend, Logs, so – Real quick, I want to correct okay. myself
2: earlier because I was talking about being vested. The way it used to be,
3: mm-hmm.
2: to be vested used to be three years and three games. They actually have changed that rule, so you have to have three seasons. Um, so if you've earned three or more credited seasons since 1993, you are vested. So I was referring back to the old way. So, in fact, Tim should be vested right now. Hmm. Uh, from a retirement standpoint, so that would make him eligible for pension, uh, the annuity program, uh, some other things that they have, disability, life insurance, uh, continuing education, tui- tuition, reimbursement, reimbursement, and the such. So
1: while we're uh, cleaning up some loose ends earlier in the show, I got a tweet earlier. We need to get you to properly pronounce Tottenham before the show is over. What but did I say? Tottenham.
2: Tottenham? Like oh, you're from out in
1: the country in Virginia or something. Tottenham?
2: Tottenham, Tottenham, Tottenham. Let, let me guess who tweeted that. I
1: don't know. No, somebody on Twitter. Yeah,
2: Tottenham, Tot- Tottenham. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll work on it. It's a work in progress. Uh, so, Tottenham. One thing you won't have to say that this weekend. Rookie mini camp.
2: By the way, just real quick, what what uh, what, what soccer team plays at Tottenham? Uh, Tottenham. Yeah, what's the what's <laughs> the their Spurs? Hot spur. Hot Spurs. Nope. Hot spur. Singular.
1: Tottenham. Hot spur. Hot spur. What's a hot spur? It's a rooster. Really? Yeah. There's a big rooster statue on top of the stadium with a soccer ball underneath it. That's their logo too.
2: Why? 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 Uh, you're
1: asking questions. I don't have answers to, Logs. I don't know. Uh, we've got a lot of time before we get to a Spurs hot, Stadium hot spur to figure this out. Is a rooster. Uh, according, and to I, the logo. I get the
2: part about spur because. Roosters have spurts. see. Look at that.
1: Look at that. we're watching on Jaguars.com. There was the rooster I right saw there. It. I saw it. it was Golden Rooster. It's a beautiful
2: stadium, Golden Rooster. No, it's a beautiful stadium. Yeah. The uh, retractable the, field will have an actual tri- field turf field. You know, one of the, one of the main guys that was involved from the National Football League in that stadium, the design, building it to where the NFL would be comfortable from the locker room standpoint and from a facility standpoint. And everything, is the, uh, a guy by the name of Mike Kensel. Mm-hmm. who, when, when I entered the league, Mike was the director of operations for the New York Jets, and then I don't remember exactly what year that he went to work for the league office, but uh, he's been working at the league office for many years, and I, and I believe he just recently retired. His son actually has worked for the Jaguars for, for quite a number of years now. Yes. And Mike did a wonderful job coordinating the stadium build, the facilities and everything at Tottenham. You like that? Tottenham? Nice job. Well okay. done. So a credit to him, and he should be proud of it because he he played a a very big part and a big role in, in the construction of Tottenham.
1: Let's get to rookie minicamp now. 18 players expected to participate for the Jaguars this weekend. And if you're watching the video portion of this program, you see them on your screen. Nine draft picks six undrafted free agents and first-year players are allowed to come out and work out this weekend with the rookies. So the Jaguars have a number of first-year players on the roster, but three will participate this weekend. Uh, So now the undrafted guys, we haven't had a chance really to talk about a lot of those guys. We've talked through the draft picks uh, over and over, first-year guys, all that. So Beyond Trevor Lawrence, because everybody's interested just to see him in the red number sixteen jersey and then maybe throw the ball around a little bit. What do you want to see out of this weekend? Well, I mean that I mean, that's the beyond Trevor Lawrence. I mean, look, JP. I mean, I,
2: it's hard to that's, get beyond it when that's that's like <laughs> that's the single sole purpose of long. wanting to watch the minicamp. I mean, because in reality, what am I gonna? I mean, first of all, I want to see uh, Travis uh, Etienne catch the football. Okay. I want to see how he looks physically in person. I know he, he's a he's a physical back. He's got great speed. I want to see the speed. I mean, mm-hmm. sure. I want to see the size of Campbell. You know, he's got the measurables and everything. But I want to I want to see him. You know, with my own eyes yeah. to see the size. I can't wait to see the size of Walker Little. Yeah, right? How big is he really? Because yeah. when you when you watch the film on him, and literally I watched his entire twenty nineteen season. Uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, he is. He reminds me of. And people don't get crazy, okay? And, and don't start Uh-oh. tweeting all oh, this boy. craziness out I because I, I'm going to make the statement.
1: Can't wait to hear it.
2: And I want, then I won't say it.
1: Joe, so you want to record this? He reminds
2: me. He reminds me of some past great tackles that played in the National Football League. Not because of how great he is, but just because some of the great tackles in the league have had a natural size to them and they didn't act like they were pumped up. We used that term mm-hmm. before. Yes. Okay,
1: Would you like to name some of those? To really get the Twitter machine no, going. I don't, no, no? I, pr-
2: I probably shouldn't <laughs> and I won't. But he, he's a big man. He's a naturally big man that moves very well. And when I say he moves very well, you don't think he's a big man when you watch him move. And what's Pretty crazy, and J.P., I want you to, to watch for this, and for, for Jaguar fans that when they finally get the opportunity to watch Walker Little, when you see him get in his stance, watch sometimes how he maneuvers in his stance. He will squat down, he, and he's, uh, his measurables, pull him up. 6'7", so, 320. Okay, a 6'7", 320-pound guy that can literally – bend his knees and squat down to where his, his butt is sitting on his, his heels, and he's just moving around. He's got great flexibility. He's got great range of motion in all of his body parts to where you can see that he has an athletic bend to him. And this is a big man, 6'7", 320, 325. And when you watch the film on him, he is effortless. His feet are always measured. He never has to duck. You know, we've talked about mm-hmm. that before. Some tackles, when they duck and they lean, mm-hmm. he doesn't do that. He doesn't need to. He's a big man. He's athletic. He changes directions very smoothly. I just hope the knee is is healed and that he will be good to go, which at this point there should be. No problems with the knee, being that it occurred in the first game of the 2019 season. Correct. There should be no issues with that. Great hands, active, does a very good job with punching, and then he also does a very good job to where he can lock down on a guy and have strong hands and hold him. But he also does a good job of where he's punching and keeping space yeah. and knocking guys off balance. Uh, He's a guy that I I really want to just watch the athleticism and his movement skills.
1: It's a lot to watch. I like this. This is uh, this should be fun. Saturday is when it's going to be open for certain uh, media types. Yeah, for
2: about an hour. That's about it. Yeah. Which I mean, when you've got 19 guys practicing, you you can't practice for two and a half hours. (laughs) You're not
1: going to run. You can't run anything. You can't run scrimmage or anything. It's just drills. Yeah, you're just you're
2: just doing individual drills, maybe. Maybe some uh, uh, skeleton nine on seven, and, and here's the thing: the league dictates what you can and cannot do in a rookie minicamp, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. But I, I think having a rookie minicamp, there's been a, a there's been an argument in the past about you know is is a rookie minicamp actually worthwhile? I absolutely think a rookie minicamp is worthwhile because the faster that you can get your young players up to speed, the more up to speed with the veteran mix that you have on your football team, they will be when they get in that setting with the entire team. So I think there's a lot of value, a lot of value to having a rookie minicamp.
1: I know we're early, but um, there, you know, there's a list of six undrafted players that the Jags had signed there. Don't have a clue. No idea.
2: I don't have a clue on uh, them yet. I will watch them yeah. because they're here for a reason. There's a lot of teams that have actually held back on signing rookie free agents uh and I don't remember exactly why I think and here here's the reason why the the league you remember last year when you had a certain number of guys and if you had a, a you were over a certain number then you had to split practice up and you yes. had to do it two different practices uh-huh. and so some of the teams in the National Football League have actually held off on signing the undrafted rookies because they want to know what the rules on the playground are going to be before they actually go ahead and start signing undrafted rookie guys. So and, and that's why in the past you, you have seen m- much more. Oh, yeah, 12, 12 15, 15 right. 20 sure, sure. undrafted rookies sign or to be in camp just as tryout guys. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing that this year. Interesting.
1: Uh, all right, so there you have it. This weekend, rookie minicamp, close to the public. but dual- What's the weather going to be on Saturday? Uh, that's a great question. Let me because
2: look it up, right? uh, we don't want the weather to interfere. I know that it's supposed to be nice and cool oh, the rest beautiful. of the day tomorrow.
1: 79, sun splash day. It's going to be a perfect day for practice.
2: Doesn't get any better than that.
1: Come on now. Absolutely. Uh, let's come back. We'll go around the National Football League in our nice. final moments. And single-game tickets logs are on sale now for the 2021 regular season and preseason. Visit Jaguars.com or call 904-633-2000. A team of representatives is ready to help you get back in the bank in 2021. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
0: without notice equal housing opportunity
3: any
4: repeated physical activity puts stress on the body checking your phone getting in the car sitting at your desk checking the phone getting in your car sitting at your desk checking your phone for the 50th time today if you do anything with regularity you should get massaged with regularity massage envy keep your body working
3: Regular body work makes the body work with Massage, Skin Care and Stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageNV.com for more details.
4: At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, More quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash. Made fresh. Dailies.
1: Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint
3: and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. Jaguars fans, whether it's on the field or in your finances, the key to success is a solid plan. From high-yield banking to home lending, into retirement and beyond, TIAA Bank offers solutions that can help you achieve your goals and make the most of your money. It's time for a plan. Start building your legacy today at TIAABank.com slash Jaguars. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC, equal housing lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
4: Whether you're going coast to coast or running a quick out, Ford trucks and SUVs are built to turn any drive into a winning one. America's best-selling brand puts the biscuit in the basket with a versatile lineup of SUVs, including Ford Explorer, Escape, Expedition, and the all-new Bronco Sport. The playmaking F-150 and the go-to Super Duty continue their dynasty as the best-selling truck in America for 44 years straight. Break away and visit your local Ford dealer today. Best-selling brand based on 2010 through 2020 CY Total Sales. 44-year claim based on 1977 through 2020 CY Total Sales.
1: Welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by the Duval Motor Company. And if you're looking for a way to stay active and eat healthy, you can join Jags alumni players as they teach football fundamentals and join members of the Roar as they make their favorite dairy snacks. Visit jaguars.com slash community and fuel greatness from anywhere. And no logs, milkshakes do not count. I don't Uh, think.
2: You don't think, but you don't know. So we'll, we'll just assume we'll, that they <laughs> do come.
1: <laughs> we'll, 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 let's uh, go to jaguars.com uh, and check it out.
2: When I, when I was a kid, my my mom started a business, yeah. and uh, it was an ice cream shop in Virginia. And Joe would appreciate this. She actually bought a bar from Chicago that the uh, the famed Al Capone used to get his drinks at. Okay. And so the bar was very famous. And so she bought this bar brought it down to Virginia and then opened this ice cream shop and uh so the the benefit for for me and the ice cream shop lasted a couple years and then it anyway went under or whatever I don't know what happened exactly what happened to the bar (laughs) the bar didn't melt but the bar the bar (laughs) I think was was sold at a pretty decent price okay but my my mom used to We used to have five-gallon containers of vanilla Haagen-Dazs in our freezer. Mm. Mm. That was the benefit. And Mm. I used to make literally a blender milkshake every night. And I was still only about that big. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah,
1: It's good stuff, man. Yeah, Really nice.
2: Milkshakes. Good for you.
1: The convenience factor for you. I mean, mom owns the shop. Let's go. I know.
2: Just, they didn't even have cookies and cream back then,
1: Way know? back in the old days. Yeah. Ha- haagen <laughs> Just after ice cream was invented, apparently. I'm a, I'm a
2: big fan of Blue Bell now.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: As long as it's uh, the, the good Blue Bell, not the kind that was getting you sick a few years
1: ago. Yeah, let's move along quickly here uh, to our look around the National Football League. They're from Brenham, Texas, by the way. Uh, Blake Bortles signs with the Green Bay Packers. Nate Hackett's there. The Packers need some offseason arms around, though, because Rodgers is not there. Jordan Love was the only other quarterback on the roster, the first-round pick in 2020. They have two more quarterbacks coming in on a tryout basis this weekend. Guys that I've never heard of. Chad Kelly and Kurt Benkert. Are well, Chad out. Kelly
2: is a, is related to Jim Kelly, who was, and Chad Kelly was a seventh-round pick. He got in some trouble when he was with the Broncos. He was out partying and ended up in somebody else's house, got cut. Hmm. The Indianapolis Colts gave another opportunity, supposedly had a lot of talent, but see the uh, old Miss
1: guy, yeah. You know, yeah. Brent Reber was in my ear. That makes a lot of sense. So now I still uh, haven't heard much of it.
2: Ben Kurt, I have no idea. Yeah. Don't don't but, ask me anything but about But good
1: him. for the boat, Blake Bortles. Look, look rides
2: yeah. again. If you could take like the great personality, because Blake Bortles, awesome guy. Awesome guy. Teammates love him. Competitive, tough, physical. He had all the attributes that you could ask for in a franchise quarterback from from that standpoint. He just didn't have the arm. He it, it was not a franchise quarterback thrower, and, and that's obviously one of the things at the top of the list in order to be a franchise guy. Fairly important. But if you could somehow give him – if you could morph like Byron Leftwich and Blake Bortles and Blaine Gabbert – because they all had qualities that were franchise-like. Blake is toughness, competitiveness, you know, leadership good. All that stuff was strong. Uh, Blaine had incredible arm strength. The competitiveness of, of Byron Leftwich. I mean, those were all great qualities out of these guys. And, and they each had their own way of doing things. And it was different, but it just wasn't good enough for this franchise. But uh, I'm happy for Blake. He's a good guy. And, uh, and I always wish him the best And look. It's the same way with all three of those guys. I will say that the one th- part that they did not miss on, the general managers that each drafted that, which was Shaq Harris, uh, Gene Smith, and then uh, obviously uh, Dave Caldwell, the GM guy. Mm-hmm. And all three of those guys, personality-wise, I mean, qu- high quality. High quality guys that, uh, that I mean, you got to have that. To give you a chance, and they all had that.
1: Aaron Rodgers staying with the Packers. The drama continues for Rodgers. He believes, apparently, that the Packers told him they'd trade him, and then the Packers reverse course. Well, from the team's perspective, uh, it's been reported they feel that Rodgers was told he'd be traded as, quote, unequivocally
2: false, end quote. They're hmm. not, not going to tell him that.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I, that's. I don't, I don't believe that. Do you think, I mean, we're so far away from Green Bay. We're not really in the fray there at all. They're not going to let him go, are they? They're going to figure this out. They'll find a common ground at some point. Right? Well, if you, if, if you
2: can't find common ground, then then a divorce is, is obviously the only course of action that you could possibly have. So could that happen? Absolutely. Is it likely? I mean... I don't know the answer to that because there's a lot of things that have to align for something like that to happen. You have to have somebody that's willing to give up the number of picks that are going to satisfy Green Bay's asking price for Aaron Rodgers. You got to have a team that's willing to absorb the cap hit of Aaron Rodgers. You got to have a team that's willing to extend Aaron Rodgers above and beyond what his current contract is, because that's kind of what this is about. Hmm. So are all those – Stars going to align to allow Aaron Rodgers to end up somewhere else? Hide. It's not likely, but it's it's possible.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a conversation. It is possible. Everything's possible, I guess. But
2: it just seems odd. I, uh, I just you have you know when you got two quarterbacks, you got you got Tom Brady, and then you got Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. How they go about handling their business, right? I like Tom Brady. He handles his business the right way. This this passive aggressive BS by Aaron Rodgers.
1: I mean, tells how you really feel, Logs. I
2: mean, it's, it's, come on, okay.
1: Not a Rodgers fan. Check. No, look, I'm a huge down.
2: Aaron Rodgers fan. He's a fantastic quarterback. But I mean, t- Aaron Rodgers needs to take notes on how how Tom Brady handles his business. I mean, if you want to be a, go- if you want to be one of the greatest of all time. Oh, there's a guy right there you might want to watch a little bit, you know. name's Tom Brady.
1: Might have heard of him. And speaking of Tom Brady, it could be the game of the year in the NFL, at least early in the season. The Bucks at the Patriots week four Sunday night football. And in that game logs, Tom Brady could move to number one on the all-time passing yardage list, passing Drew Brees. It is possible if you do the math in the first three weeks to get there in week four. What a scene that should be in Foxborough.
2: Well, he, he, he'll, he will be warmly received, as he should be, up there in New England. And the, the folks in Foxborough are going to love it. And you want to talk about the hottest ticket in the National Football League this year, that game right there is the hottest ticket, period. It's not even close. There's not another game that is going to be even close to having the demand of that game because... That will be the last time that Tom Brady ever plays in New England. Ever.
1: Yeah. That's true. Ever. Yeah.
2: He'll never play there ever again unless he were to go to a different team. Yeah, yep. Because Tampa Bay will not go back to New England because it's like what's well, like an 8 to year rotation how you rotate from AFC teams going or NFC teams going to play AFC teams. And uh, and look, I know people think that Tom Brady is uh, beating Father Time, but I don't think he's going to beat him to the tune of another eight years, to where the Buccaneers will go back to New England. I don't, I don't see that happening. So, it it will be amazing to see how much a ticket will be going for on the secondary market for that game. Huge. It, it will be Huge. worth buying season tickets alone. Yeah. Just for that game. You could probably Pay for a ball. buy season yeah. tickets, sell the tickets to that game to cover the cost of the entire season tickets.
1: So you're saying that's a bigger game than the Jags at the Colts in Week 10 this year? Just a little. Okay, a little, a little bigger than that. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater in the news this week, criticizing how the Panthers practiced when he was on the team. He was on the All Things Covered podcast with Patrick Peterson and Brian McFadden. And Bridgewater said the Panthers didn't practice enough two-minute offense or red zone to succeed. And then Matt Rule later, the Panthers head coach, took some issue with that. He said he feels really good about the preparation he's had as the head coach.
2: Well, no coach ever likes being criticized. I mean, that's just – nobody likes being criticized. I was going to say, not just coaches, right? But the the one thing (laughs) I will tell you, when you watch the great coaches – and we have had the opportunity to watch some great coaches and uh, one namely Bill Belichick has always been big on practicing situational football, always been big on doing a lot of two-minute drill work because that's what wins games. And so are, are Teddy Bridgewater's comments, do they, do they have some truth to it? Maybe, maybe, and maybe he's spot on. I, I don't know that, but uh, it's always good to have a little bit of a controversy kind of going on because aren't aren't isn't Teddy with Denver? Yes, and isn't Denver going to play Carolina at some point so. this year? Yes. Yeah, good.
1: Uh, I mean, Teddy might, might be up, the backup man. to Aaron Rodgers at that point. Well, Who knows?
2: Stir it up, stir it up.
1: Well, we've stirred it up enough for the day. Uh, let's call it a day. And, Logs, we will see you very soon. Are you going to be out this weekend?
2: I will be there on okay. Saturday.
1: I will see you there. Sounds good. Uh, that's coming up. Rookie minicamp this weekend. Close to the public. We'll have coverage, uh, though. Uh, John Oser's writing and some video recaps on Jaguars.com. So check those out. Our thanks to Joe Fortunato, Brent Reaver, Trent Padilla, and for Jeff Loggum and our entire crew. I'm J.P. Shadrick. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.